studio, your host, local and that live in studio, your host, only on Financial News and Talk. Now, 7 and 145502 and Cal DRE 01869452 and 1866775. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Radio Show, only on Financial News and Talk. Now, live in studio, your host, local and national real estate expert and consumer advocate, Ron Siegel. And hello again. Welcome to Ron Siegel Radio. This is the show with no real boundaries. As we discuss current events, financial markets, politics, sports, even poking fun at the rest of the media. This is the show that connects the dots of confusion delivered by conflicting media reports. We connect the dots so you know the actions you can take, how your family or business can benefit from current events. Most of all, thank you for joining me. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day. We have a very focused show. We only chat about items that affect the roof over your head, your bank account, and anything I feel would benefit you. But before we get into our intriguing content today, please join me in welcoming our featured guest, Mike Kokos, Realty Pro 100, is in the house. Welcome. Good morning. Happy Monday. Featured guest. Featured wow. guest. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let me remind you, if you ever have any home or finance-related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you, and you can reach out to me directly. 800-306-1990, or ronsegalradio.com. Just remember, that's the number you call anytime for assistance. When you call that number, it comes directly to me first. There are no operators standing by. I am it. Quiet, numbskull, numbskull, numbasting. While I do have a great team, when it comes to developing a financing plan, a plan to save you money, I personally work with you. Even if you don't have any needs today, save this number in your phone for future reference. 800-306-1990-800-306-1990. And yes, of course, we are celebrating today. I don't know. You know something? I, I've got a problem with this one. It's I've got a bad. I got a bad feeling about this. I don't know exactly what this is, but it's National Shapewear today. Now I don't know if that means bad shape or <laughs> what that means, but National Shapewear. I can go along with National Lazy Day. You know, I figure. I don't know, Mike. You probably do this also. I figure I've got to work only about half day. 12 hours. Yeah, 12 hours. 12 hours, right? Half day. That's Now, some people think of half day as, I don't know what they think of it. But having beaten anorexia, you know what I'm going to always go with because, you know, I I work very, very hard at beating anorexia. I'm not looking to try and belittle anybody that has that. Today is National S'mores Day. So we'll, we'll, we'll... We'll go with S'mores Day. I can uh, I can adjust for that one. But I guess we should move right along and see what's going on in the markets. Dow Jones Industrial Average up once again as we broadcast this morning. It's about 281 points up. NASDAQ up 3.96. Das- Na- I'm sorry, the S&P is up 3.83 now. NASDAQ down 67 points as we speak. Oil up 88 cents a barrel. Why would that be? We'll talk about it. The 10-year Treasury is down ever, ever, ever so slightly. And the reason I say ever, ever, ever so slightly is because the decimal point has three zeros to the right until we get to anything. So it's called that one flat. But why are the markets doing what they're doing? Well, oil is up because they think people are going to go back to work and things are getting better. So we might be using a little bit more oil. It's all the way up to $42.11 a barrel. S&P 500, I've been telling you about that one. The S&P 500 is not moving at all. If you take out 
Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google, and Microsoft. The S&P 500 is flat. Well, look at today. It's up 3.14. I did tell you that we do have the S&P 500 presidential predictor. Easy for me to say. Right? Every single time, if the, if the S&P is, uh, 500 is up from the 1st of August through the election, the incumbent wins. So we'll see if that holds true this time again. Would not surprise me. And we are also watching to see. I, I know we. it's kind of fascinating here that just like everybody else, you know, a lot of us are sitting there wondering, okay, who's going to be the Democrat vice presidential pick? And I think everybody's wondering that question. Who will be the presidential vice, the, the, the Democrat vice president pick? But guess what? Joe Biden wants to know the same thing. He's waiting for that to be announced. Yeah, it took me a little while to find the, uh, the, the sound effect there. but So that, uh, we are watching that one. Moving right along a little. Do we, should we get serious? It's a Monday morning. Every once in a while, a Monday evening, if you're on our watching or listening to us on our ABC News and Talk affiliate, KMET AM 1490. We love you out there. Uh, started seeing some folks giving us calls and reaching out. Love to hear from you, hear what your thoughts are. So maybe it's a Monday morning, maybe it's a Monday evening. We can get a little bit serious every once in a while. Did you hear this one? Now, this is fascinating. The mainstream media will not be telling you this. I listened over and over again. I asked several people over the weekend if they heard of this story. But anyone hear of Yu Ben Ming? Yu Ben Ming? Well, he only runs, he was a chief investment officer for the largest pension plan in America. That would be CalPERS. I think it's $400 billion, something along those lines. So think about this one. He was just resigned. You know how that, we know what that means. After 18 months on the job, apparently there was a little bit of a conflict of interest. Yeah, he had been a member of the... Chinese Communist Party. I just a little issue here. Nobody wants to talk about that, but I wonder who did the background check for this one. So CalPERS member Betty T. Yee called for an emergency board meeting to discuss the circumstances of Mr. Meng's departure. Just a, just a little bit of an issue right there. Fascinates me, but, you know, we'll, we'll keep on moving right along. U.S. Uh, now announces that gone over 5 million coronavirus cases. Does it mean anything to anybody? I know it's a good news story, and I never wish anybody to get ill, but 5 million cases, uh, okay, so how many cases of diabetes do we have? How many cases of heart disease do we have? How many cases of depression do we have? How many cases of suicide do we have? Is it the number of cases or the severity of the number of cases that's most important. Funny how right now all we seem to hear about is the number of cases, yet we don't talk about the number of those people cured. We don't talk about the number of those people who are asymptomatic. That's not part of the discussion. We hear about deaths. No one wants to ever hear about a death, but there are many deaths associated with this. And there are a lot of folks that, you know, it's kind of like a bad case of the flu. And don't go calling me and saying, well, you don't know what you're talking about. You're right, I don't. I just report what I read in many, many different uh, um, 
arenas, right? You can't go and listen to just one thing. If you're listening to MSN Bihiha or the Cannabis News Network, or now we know uh, National Public Radio, they gave us the, they, when we gave you the statistics last Monday, we told you how, what a farce that one was. Can't listen to Fox News. You got to listen to a broad cross section. I have a friend of mine that says the only news that he goes by is the BBC, right? So there, there's always some place, but you're going to get more information if you look at more sources. I always laugh at anybody that tells me that they would never listen to Fox News because all it does is tell me that they just want to go into an echo chamber, right? Or contrary, if they say they only listen to Fox News, same thing. They just want to be in an echo chamber. You don't turn on Sean Hannity to get an unbiased opinion. You're not going to get it. Right, so think about those concepts when you're going through some of this data. <sighs> Amazing. Moving right along, China says they're going to sanction Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio and other U.S. officials in retaliation for similar measures announced Friday by the Trump administration. Is anybody concerned about that? I wonder if Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz were worried about this, and I wonder if they're sleeping at night or if this is keeping them awake. I, I just wonder about. And I've got a demented mind. I, I wonder about things that no one else would think about wondering about. Speaking of wondering about, I had this conversation over the weekend, and then all of a sudden, it's in the news this morning. 39% of younger millennials say the COVID-19 recession has them moving back home. Now, here's the issue. And I, I feel bad for the, for the millennials right now, right? Think about this. You know, if they're... In the, what's that, the 25, 24 to 29, 35 range, whatever that is, they dealt with the Great Recession and now a pandemic. Most of us old people, right, we didn't deal with it. We've never dealt with a pandemic before. It was before our time. So the younger millennials, they've got a, a Great Recession and a pandemic all at once or in a short period of time. But the issue that I've come across, I've heard about lately, is the millennials are a little bit entitled. Right. So I heard of one recently that said, well, you know something before the pandemic, I was making seventy five thousand dollars a year and I'm not going to take a job for anything less than that. Really? How about how's that unemployment working out for you? Right. You've got to reinvent yourself. There's going to be a lot of jobs that were seventy five thousand dollar jobs that are not going to come back. That's what happens after every recession is companies start looking and saying, do I need those people? Do I need those people? Uh, positions. They're talking two, three years before some of the the transportation jobs come back. Does anybody really want to fly overseas? There was a lot of flights going to China. Do you think I, I went to China? I used to go there and do import export. You're not going to put me on a plane to China, not for a long time. So the airlines are going to be out of, of not have as many need for people. They're not going to have as many needs for pilots and flight attendants, right? The hotels. They're not going to have as great a need. All these things are going to be going on. You better be careful of what you say. And speaking of what you say, uh, how, did, how do you like the numbers coming from the White House? Yes, it was a Friday night drop once again. We expect that from Washington, D.C. Democrats, they don't want to do anything. The Republicans, they don't want to do anything. So the president said, well, you know something? If you guys don't want to do anything, I'll do something. So basically four different measures is what we got from the president. We got the unemployment uh, bonus extended. Fascinating the way he did that, though, because the Republicans wanted a $200 unemployment uh, enhancement. Democrats wanted to keep $600 unemployment enhancement for the rest of their lives. Right. 
president says, I'll do 400, but the first 100 must come from the states. A lot of people aren't reporting that part. So you don't get the 300 if the state doesn't put up their 100. Think about that concept. The deferment. Now, I've watched a lot of news stories that the president is fighting Social Security and Medicare. The deferment, the payroll tax holiday. Well, based on the way it's written, you don't have to pay the payroll tax if you're earning under $100,000 a year for the immediate future, right, until December. When your taxes go in in April next year, it's got to be paid then, unless Congress decides to get off their rear ends and do something. But they're on vacation right now, so we don't have to worry about that. The president does have the control over the FHFA, right? So they're not worried about that one either. The FHFA is not going to be going and foreclosing on properties. That, that's been extended now. And student loans, again, that one was uh, nationalized under the Obama administration. The president said, Zero interest on student loans. We're not going to require any payments until December. Unbelievable. It just surprised the heck out of me when I heard the news this morning that the president and Nancy Pelosi have not spoken individually in over a year. And all of a sudden, she wants to talk to the president. Surprise, surprise. Where's Gomer when we need him? I know he's here. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Fascinates me, all that. Unbelievable. We're going to get into that conversation. And something that fascinates me, and I think it'll fascinate you. That's why we brought him, brought it, this subject up. Can you invest in real estate and retire off of those investments? We're going to talk about that. We're going to also talk a little bit. We've got a, a featured home that I'm going to bring you today. We're going to chat about our featured home segment. I, I like that. It's something I used to do. We're going to get back to it. One featured home throughout our broadcast voice. And the latest unemployment rate, the latest unemployment report. We're going to talk about that. And is the report misleading? All that and more. You can reach me anytime off your number 800 306 1990. 800 306 1990 or Connect with us, Facebook.com forward slash Radio on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel One on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? Is your credit score over 800? Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564. Complete a three-minute complimentary survey and the area trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Did you know that banks and credit bureaus are rewarded financially if you have bad credit? And the worse your credit score is, the more money they can make off of you? How does that make you feel knowing that banks are getting rich off of your hard-earned money? How does it make you feel knowing that if a bank or a credit bureau makes a mistake on your credit report, they benefit from it and it hurts you? The Fair Credit Report Act of 1971 requires banks and credit bureaus to report only accurate information, and nearly 100% of all credit reports are inaccurate. If you're sick and tired of being broke and tired of being robbed by the banks, you owe it to yourself and to your family to call Rondi. Rondi is a FICO-certified credit professional and has helped thousands of people just like you get out of debt and establish great credit. 
Rondi's number is 855-608-1990. Again, that's 855-608-1990. Or visit creditsanitizer.com. Again, that website is creditsanitizer.com. Are you a veteran, own a home, and need money? The Siegel Lending Team is here to help veterans refinance and get the money they need. The VA 100 lets you borrow up to 100% of your home's value, refinance your mortgages, consolidate credit cards, and lower your payments by an average of $700 a month. And the Siegel Lending Team knows that character means more than a credit score. Call 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Rate subject change without notice. Licensed by the California Department of Corporations. NMLS 21037 and DRE number 01869452. Are you a veteran, police officer, firefighter, doctor, nurse, or teacher? If so, you qualify as one of Ron Siegel's VIP heroes, and we have rewards up to $5,000 or $10,000 when you buy, sell, or refinance a home with one of the Ron Siegel Radio Partners. As one of the heroes, real estate agents will rebate part of their commission, lending partners will give a credit at closing, the title company has special published rates, and many other service providers have incentives too. All you need to do is call Ron Siegel Radio at 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit VIPHeroProgram.com. Just think about what you will do with all the rebates and incentives from the partners of Ron Siegel Radio. Just call us at 800-306-1990 so we can show you our appreciation for your service. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990, The Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our friends at Gold Star Mortgage. When you're ready for that next mortgage, Gold Star, they've got the programs and the products. You just need to make the call, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. Dow Jones Industrial Average now up 266. The NASDAQ is down 81, but don't worry. The NASDAQ goes up every day, it seems like, so would not surprise me to see that one turn around. We're looking at uh, Amazon is down, so that's going to hurt the NASDAQ a bit. And uh, you'll get some of the other ones there that are, are probably pulling it down, but they've been going up on a straight line, so you've got to wonder. Facebook is down. Uh, what else is on the NASDAQ? Uh, Apple is up just a little bit. Microsoft down quite a bit. Amazon down. Tesla down. So you wonder why the NASDAQ is down. S&P 500 up 3.86. But all that information is found really simple. Google.com. You can go there and get that while you come to Ron Siegel Radio as we tell you what they don't. So I told you a little bit about the breakdown of what was going on on the stimulus. Oh, wait, wait. I can't call that stimulus because that would have to come from Congress. And as usual, they did nothing. But let's talk a little bit about, so these were, I told you about the executive orders from the president. Won't get any credit for them, but they're there, they're in place now. But let's look at a couple things. Last Friday, we gave you the Bureau of Labor Statistics unemployment numbers. But there's a little bit of misleading information in there, too. This comes from John Malden pointed out that BLS may have counted up to 6 million or more jobs that do not exist. Process involves how they account for firms that do not reply to the monthly survey. 
They are counted to be the same as the average of all the responses received. So if you don't answer, that means some people are working and some aren't. How does that work? I don't, I don't get that, but that's a government thing. It's been shown to be quite accurate in the past, but maybe not so much anymore. Starting in May, a much larger number of firms have failed to reply than in previous years. And with a large amount of businesses closing, this methodology is likely highly inaccurate. If there were 6 million extra jobs counted, it would add another 3.75% to the unemployment rate. So we're probably, as we've talked to you in the past, when we've worked out the numbers, we're probably closer to a 16% unemployment when you put these numbers really in there. And just think about that in your own scenario, in your own world, right? How many people are you talking to that are collecting unemployment or that are admitting to collecting unemployment? Is it only one in 10? I think the number is a little higher than that. And here in Calizuela, it might even be more than that. So just think about yourself. When the numbers don't smell right, you know, just uh, go back and, you know, just use your own mind. Think about these things. Don't listen to what the media is telling you. They always think they've got all the answers. Yeah, I know I'm on the media. Nothing like a little air superiority. Yeah, many of them think that they know everything that's going on. And I'll tell you one thing. Get rid of them. Right, just just ignore them. That's the bottom line. That's the mortgage minute, brought to you by our friends at Gold Star Mortgage. This morning we get to chat with a friend of ours. Mike Kokos is in the house, Realty Pro One Hundred. Yes, chatting. Let's chat a little bit. I wanted to talk a little bit about real estate. Uh, we do that every once in a while here, Mike. Great. <laughs> Which I know is your topic, for, yes. your forte. You're a, a, a expert in that arena, and you and I have chatted offline, and I hope you'll share with us a little bit. The concept of planning early and using real estate as a retirement plan. Yes, um, it, it's usually thought on or about later on in your sophisticated investment portfolio. But if you can put your head around investing in real estate as early as, as possible, uh, it's a long it's a long process that can yield some really good rewards. So you talked about uh, will, will you be able to retire? on uh, rental income? I want to say absolutely yes. If that's your mindset, if that's your goal, uh, it can be done. And I've, I've met a few uh, brokers and agents and uh, property owners that have done that. Just uh, How long do you have? How long in advance do you have? I mean, if I, if I start putting money in my 401k, they tell me I have to start when I'm 30 and put a little bit of money in there. And obviously it's too late for me to start when I'm 30, right? Because I'm a, just a day or two past that now. Yeah. But what about on real estate? Is it is it as, as difficult? I don't think it is. If you have the mindset and the right professionals, uh, it's it shouldn't be. So you can start acquiring a rental property in your twenties and maybe the second one in your thirties. Uh, it, it's 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 a little bit of a, of a of a process and a mindset that you want to do this. Okay. So my thought was, and I just had this conversation. I was uh, chatting last night. It was a conversation. Surprise, surprise, real estate came up, right? And we're talking about the idea of a young couple buying a house. Maybe the very first house is not going to be their forever home. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And, and that, that's pretty common, right? Yes. It seems to me it's almost a, a no-brainer. And again, it goes to what you were just saying, process. Buy that starter home. Which couldn't, which with, with the mindset of that being a rental home. Exactly. If, if you can have that mindset where in a five years or four year plan, five, six years, 
you're going to move on to another house and work really hard at keeping your current home as an investment rental. It, it can be done, uh, but it, you got to plan ahead. You can't just want it to happen when you're ready to make that move. So I could go out and let's just say hypothetically right now I could buy a two-bedroom house two or condo or townhome, something along those lines, mm-hmm. right? Most parts of Southern California, I can do that for anywhere from three to 500000 Is that mm-hmm. fair? That's fair, yeah. Okay, I've got to live in that property. I think we're going to talk about a our featured home and later on that I should I should know the numbers, but I don't. Uh, that that that's going to be probably about oh four thousand dollars a month as a payment right. right now. That's principal, interest, taxes, insurance, uh, an estimated HOA, um, all of that built in about four thousand a month, yes. and I get to write off part of that. Yes, right. So. So I've got a tax benefit from doing that now. How do how does that work? And I know you're not a, a CPA, you're not the tax professional, but from uh, an educated perspective, and we're again any of the things that are tax related, go and talk to your own CPA about these ideas. You, you we're giving you the questions. You go get the professionals to answer them. But I live in that property for two or three years. Can I now take that as a depreciable asset to start writing off my if I move into a new house? If you move into a new house, you can start depreciating it. So it becomes a tax benefit. Yes. And it's going to continue in Orange County growing at about 5% a year. So if I go into that property three to five hundred thousand dollars, just a ballpark, what's it going to cost me in cash out of pocket? To get into that property. Get into that property. About two percent. So two percent, say five hundred thousand. I'm a simple guy, so I can't even figure that out in my head, yeah, right? Well, so it's about ten thousand dollars plus the down payment. Plus down payment. Yes, thank you. Yes. Right. So you're going to have. Uh, so say, let's call it twenty five thousand dollars. Right. So just for a, a hypothetical, so we're putting in uh, twenty five thousand dollars on a, on an asset that's now going to appreciate. Wait, 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 wait. The first year that's going to appreciate twenty five thousand dollars. All right. Yeah. Roughly, I mean, yeah. historically. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to yeah. double my cash. The property is appreciating regardless. That's right. So I can double my cash investment. So now I've got $50,000 in equity in that property, roughly, give or take, right. after just after the first year. Mm-hmm. And that's going to continue growing. And, and being that it's going to take me at least a year as a newlywed couple, it'll probably take me at least one year to have a, 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 an addition to the family. Yes. Not, usually nine months is about the numbers that we <laughs> most of us go by, but give or take, right? Yes. So as the family grows four or five years down the road, we've been able to save a little bit of money. We might even be able to take a little of equity out of that property. Mm-hmm. Yes. Buy another property. That, that's the idea. So, a, so give me just an idea, Mike, on a two-bedroom condo. We're looking, let's say being we're using $500,000, let us just say in Orange County. Two-bedroom condo in Orange County. Give me just a guess right now as to, to what that could rent for. $2,100 to $2,500 a month. $2,100 to $2,500. So we're going to be a little bit negative out of pocket yes. as of today. Yes, it would be negative. Right? Which is fine because we're this is a, what were we doing before is we were putting some money out of our check every month into a 401k or some other retirement plan. Right? right? So if we were doing $200 a month, out of you know hundred dollars from each each party in the couple, so that's going to give us another twenty four hundred dollars. So if we take that twenty four hundred and didn't put it in the four hundred one k, 
and put it into the property, that gives us a break even. Yeah. Right. Roughly. Yeah. Right. Just doing a little simple math here from a simple guy. We're going to talk more with Mike Cocos when we come back. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio, discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. We're going to also chat a little bit about our featured home this today. Not this week. We're going to do it every day, I think. The latest unemployment report, slow and steady improvement, all that and more. You can reach me anytime, our off-air number, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash Radio on Twitter, at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, shame on you. But the replay is available, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube, Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Lending team offers you buying power. Let's say you can afford a monthly mortgage payment, including principal and interest, of around $1,900. With today's rate on a 30 year fixed mortgage of 3.75%, APR 3.85%, that payment could support a $416,000 mortgage. But if you wait and rates tick up to around 6.5%, which is roughly the average home mortgage rate over the past 30 years, that same $1,900 mortgage payment, including principal and interest, may only be able to support a $314,000 mortgage. That's over $100,000 worth of home. You're missing out on by waiting. That's buying power. All you need to do to get started is reach out to the Siegel Lending Team at 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Payment example excludes taxes and insurance. Call us for full details, 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Or SiegelLendingTeam.com. Equal housing lender, licensed under NMLS number 217037. Are you purchasing or own a luxury home? If you're like so many others, your home is your largest asset and the mortgage is your largest debt. The Siegel Lending Team has some amazing financing opportunities right now. Jumbo loans up to $2 million, 30-year rates below 4%, 15-year rates near 35 and if you can believe it, 7-year interest-only hybrids in low threes. The Siegel Lending Team has all the options for your jumbo or second home loan requirements. Take advantage of them while you can. To learn more about all the other financing products available from the Siegel Lending Team, call 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Again, call 1-800-306-1990. Rate subject to change without notice. Licensed by NMLS ID 217037 and 145502. Equal Housing Lender. Homeowners that are 62 and older are about to find out a great way to live a better retirement. It's called a reverse mortgage, and SLT can help you learn more. Call the Siegel Lending Team at 800-306-1990 right now to receive your free booklet with no obligation. It answers questions like how a reverse mortgage works, how much you qualify for, the ways to receive your money, and more. When you call the experts at Siegel Lending Team today, you'll learn the benefits of a government-insured reverse mortgage, how it will eliminate your monthly mortgage payments, and give you tax-free cash from the equity in your home. Here's the best part. You still own your home. Now is the best time to take control of your retirement. Call 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990 to get your free brochure. Call today or visit our website at SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Or simply call 800-306-1990. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. 
Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio anytime at 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. The Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our area-trusted real estate professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT, Home Digest, SLT, Home Digest, to 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. Digest is going to tell you exactly what the county recorder knows about your property and what the market believes about your property. And the best part is it's free. Second best part is we're going to send it to you once a month so you know if your property appreciated that month or did not. And it will also tell you if there's been any change at the county recorder's. Latest unemployment report, slow and steady improvement. And I've got that on our screen. If you're watching us on ronsingleradio.tv, any of our socials, or the KMETAM 1490 video feed, got that, that chart right there showing you. The Bureau of Labor Statistics released its latest employment situation summary. Going into the release, the expert consensus was for 1.58 million jobs to be added in July and for unemployment rate to fall to 10.5%. When the official report came out, it revealed that 1.8 million jobs were added, and the unemployment rate fell to 10.2% from 11.1% last month. Once again, this is excellent news, as this was the third consecutive month, the unemployment rate decreased. And you can see the way that's going right there on that chart that's on the screen. There is, however, a long way to go before the job market fully recovers. The Wall Street Journal put a potential date on the recovery, July's payroll growth, and I'm quoting, at 1.8 million still leaves total payrolls 12.9 million lower than in February. And yet, if job gains continue to July's pace, that deficit will be erased by March 2021. If payrolls reclaim their last peak in 13 months, that would be remarkably fast. It took more than six years after the last recession, unquote. Permanent versus temporary unemployment during the pandemic, it's important to differentiate those who have lost their jobs on a temporary basis from those who have lost them on a permanent basis. Morgan Stanley economists noted in the same Wall Street Journal article, I quote, the rate of churn in the labor market remains incredibly high, but a notable positive detail in this month's report was the downtick in the rate of new permanent layoffs, unquote. To address this, the core unemployment rate becomes increasingly important. It identifies the number of people who have permanently lost their jobs. This measure, subtract, this measure subtracts temporary layoffs and adds unemployed who did not search for a job recently. Jed Kolko, chief economist at Indeed and the founder of the Index Report, quote, core unemployment fell in July for the first time in the pandemic. That's the good news I was hoping for, unquote. What about the housing market? Housing market continued to show tremendous resilience during the pandemic. Commenting on the report, Robert Dietz, chief economist for the National Association of Home Builders, tweeted, quote, housing continues to rebound in another positive labor market report. Home builder and remodeler job gains of 24,000 for July. Residential construction employment down just 56.4 thousand compared to a year ago. Total residential construction employment at 2.85 million, the bottom line. We should remain cautious in our optimism as recovery is ultimately tied to our future success in mitigating the ongoing health crisis. However, as Mike Fratt and Tony, chief economist for the Mortgage Bankers Association, reminds us, quote, 
The pace of job growth slowed in July, but the gains over the past three months represent an impressive rebound during the ongoing economic challenges brought forth by the pandemic, unquote. I think that's the important part of that whole article right there was how resilient the market has been, how many jobs have come back. Then if you really think about it, has anything changed other than our knowledge base, right? I mean, we don't really the we don't have a therapeutic. We don't have a vaccine. I know that they say that they're on the way, but we don't have either one of those right now. Yet the market seems to be recovering. So why is that? Are we, or maybe it's maybe are we getting immune or are we getting numb to all the news that's coming out? I don't know the answer. I do know that I hear and I talk to a lot of real estate professionals. People are moving. I see the streets and the, the traffic around here is great. I mean, that, that part I can't complain about. That was on the freeways over the weekend. Could going down to the beach from the Anaheim Hills area. Boy, very little traffic. It was nice. That part was good. But, you know, you start hearing, and the restaurants, you, even though you're having to sit outside, and I know it's not good for the restaurant industry, but the restaurants all seem to be busy, right? So people are getting out there, and if, you're, if the restaurants are going to be busy, they're going to need waiters, waitresses, chefs. They're going to be buying product. They're buying more product because of the pandemic product that they need to, to source. So, you know, you just look at it and you say, you know, what has really changed, though, other than our mentality? Just thought for you. That's the real-time real estate segment. So let's get back to our conversation. Chatting with Mike Coco's Realty Pro 100, talking about using real estate as your invest as your retirement planning tool. And in the first segment, Mike and I chatted about buying your first home. And I'm not going to go through all the numbers again, but basically, after five years in that home. We're going to just throw a number out that you've probably got somewhere around two hundred to $250,000 in equity. Is that, is that fair, Mike? Yeah, it's a good number. All right, so we're looking at uh, in that range. So, but we're, and we use, we didn't put any money in our 401k because we used that to offset our negative on our, our cash flow. Yes. And that was first year cash flow. Yep. We didn't even talk about the idea of, of potential of, of rent increases. Of course, that, that's common because uh, you have uh, high demand, and if you can get a rent increase, that's that's normal. Now, there's a question I'm going to throw at you right there, Mike, because I know some people say that uh, there's different philosophies of landlords. Okay, There are some that say, I'm going to take a rent increase every single year. There are some that are on the exact opposite side of the spectrum. I'll tell you, my mom, may she rest in peace, her, her goal was, I'm going to rent my property out at the highest price possible on the given time, and I'm probably not going to raise the rent ever because I don't want to have a vacancy. And, and that's exactly one of the strategies. That's one that I like to employ. I like to get market rent and then pretty much keep the rent steady for as long as possible because I do not like vacancies. I like stability. I like when the tenants stay there and have a really good relationship with them. And I've advised other landlords when it's time for the review, annual review, just don't raise it. Raise it a little bit based on uh, additional taxes or insurance or HOA dues that are increasing. Yeah, and, and I can tell you, my mom's theory was: if I don't hear from you, you don't hear from me. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so the little nuisance things. You know, 
they're not calling to, to change a light bulb. They're going to do that on their own. And eventually, tenants figure that part out. Right. <laughs> okay. So now we're 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 down the road, say five years. So now the the thirty year old cup, thirty year old first time home buyer, is now thirty five years old, mm-hmm. and we're going to be looking for the next house. What are we going to need to to think about? And I know you don't have the crystal ball for five years from now, but if a thirty-five year old that has the, that did this five years ago comes to you and says, "I'm thinking about buying a new house and I want to try and keep my old house," what's the how's, what's our game plan? Yeah, so I, I look at their current house and uh, its location, its condition, maybe, and it's how much equity they have, and then learn more about what they want for their next house, what location and price, and if it ought to, if it at all possible, then try to buy a new house, keeping their current house. And if it means the, the smallest or minimal of down payment, you can go that route. If they have the, the cash flow or the ability of income, it's worthwhile. Because I've seen it many, many times where if you can hang on to your real estate, it really is a great uh, investment advantage in the long run. And again, if the goal is to retire on your rental income, then, then start. So I'm going to throw, I, I agree with everything that Mike has said right there. He and I have talked about these things off air many times. But here's the other side of what I'm going to throw at you. Is in that first property that you bought, mm-hmm. you most likely put a very small, what we talked about, it was only $25,000 cash to get in. So the likelihood is that you either did an FHA loan or you did some other loan with mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to recommend taking a look and seeing about getting rid of that mortgage insurance if, but while you're still living there. Do that about six months before you plan to buy the next house because you want to get a loan that's going to be a primary residence loan. It's going to be a lower interest rate than an investment property loan. Get rid of the mortgage insurance, and if you need to, to get that next property. Now, remember what I'm talking about here, because, Mike, you said that this is about process and mindset yes. from the very beginning. So we're looking at the, the the mindset and the process. The process here, I call it a game plan, same same thing. So six months beforehand, we're going to refinance that if we haven't got rid of our mortgage insurance or in the FHA, you never get rid of it until you pay it off or restructure. So do that at that point six months before you're ready to start looking for the next house. If you need to take some money for a down payment, if you weren't able to, that's the time to do it, right? So you're getting all of that into, and you're getting rid of that that minimal down payment situation. Now we're going, and we're going out with Mike. We're going to shop for a new house. We're 35 years old, and we're looking at something. I'm going to guess somewhere around seven to eight hundred thousand. That's that's correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and we're that last property is now. It's basically a break even, right? We're down the road. We've been using that instead of putting our Money in a 401k. So we're still we're paying that down. Yes. I haven't talked at all about, we haven't talked about the amortization table of that, how that's being paid off. Yes, the principal principal is down. coming down on that one. Now we're seven to $800,000. We can probably put, oh, it's going to probably take us about, it's at seventy to $90,000 to get into that. Correct. Right? Yes. So seventy to 90000 now we're going to be looking at somewhere around five $6,000 a month as far as our payments. Yes. Right. We may not have to be dealing, uh, depending upon where we're at, we may not have to be dealing with uh, an HOA. Yeah, most likely not. That'd be single family residents. Yeah. Right. In certain you know, communities, Irvine, we know that you can always have an HOA there and, and other Hills areas. But you can help them find a house without an HOA. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's easy enough. That's part, all, again, part of your game plan. 
right? So now we're at five, six thousand dollars a month. You're making more because you're five years down the road. We're keeping more because now that we're buying this new house, let's talk about the investment side of the first property, Mike. What are some of the what are some of the things I need to ask my tax person because we're not tax people? That I need to talk to my tax person about as far as write-offs from that first house. Well, one of them is depreciation. Okay. And then uh, interest write-off. Okay. And then expenses, uh, whether it's insurance or um, lawn care or repairs. So all of these things become a write-off. And the best, the one that we like the most is depreciation, right? Because that, number one, it's a good-sized number. Yes. When we go to qualify for the next property, if your lender understands the rules, they can add that back into your income, so you don't have. It's not a hit on your your income side. Uh, it's not. It's a non-cash expense, but it's a tax benefit that's there. It's, it's a nice secret tax benefit that's there that that, that is, works to your advantage. Works to, that's that's the key to it right there. Works to your advantage. Big big benefit right there. So you're gonna be you're gonna really enjoy that one. So so the the concept here is. What's the limit on how many times I can do this, Mike? So I think there's a limit on loans, uh, which is like nine or ten. Right. Yeah, most of the time you're not you're limited to about ten loans. Ten loans, okay. Yeah, federally insured loans. Right. Yeah. So. So th that's that's actually a good limit to have. Yeah. <laughs> because now let's think about this. Because just with what Mike and I have talked about so far, that that uh, five hundred thousand dollar house that we bought initially is now probably worth about seven hundred thousand. Right after four or five years, that's a fair number, and we've got a new house that we're just going to call it the eight hundred thousand. And I do use the eight hundred thousand because I'm a simple guy, and I can then figure out when I add seven and eight, we come up with one point five million dollars in our real estate portfolio. Yes. And a one point five million dollar real estate portfolio in Orange County, California. I know the number, but I'm not going to go use the number because you're not going to believe me. So we're going to use a 5% appreciation number because it's really higher than that, yeah. right? So am I right in saying that's $75,000 a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in essence, what we're doing is now I'm going to ask this question to everybody that's listening to us right now. How many people are putting $75,000 a year? And these, again, hypothetical numbers, nothing works perfect. There's going to be up years. It's going to grow up more than that. There's going to be years it goes lower than that. But just look in the mirror and then look around you and tell me how many of you are putting $75,000 a year into your 401k, your IRA, right? We know that there's not a whole lot of people doing that. No, it's hard to do sometimes. Right? $75,000 is a lot of money to put in there. In there. How many households, that, especially 35-year-olds, are making – I'm going to get – you know, say a hundred thousand a year, right? If you got two people that are out there, they're, they're, they're it's 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 doable to be making a hundred thousand a year as a couple yes. combined income. Of course, we've just basically, Mike, we've added another wage earner mm -hmm. to the mix, yeah. right? And it's something that's really good for me because you're not doing anything, and I'm really good at doing nothing. We're going to talk more about this because down the road, what do you do? How do you access this property? Is it going to you know, the property doesn't write a check to you, does it? We're going to talk to Mike Kokos about that. And maybe he's got an event coming up that you might be able to learn some of these strategies at. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate, current events, and the financial markets. When we come back, the featured home of the day, we'll talk about that. And how do we start getting some of this money back? I want money in my pocket. I can't spend 
a appreciation? How do I spend it? All that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our offer number 800-306-1990, or ronsegalradio.com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash ronsegalradio. On Twitter, at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, shame on you. But the replay is available. Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Our house in the middle of our streets. Our house in the middle of our... Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? Is your credit score over 800? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564, complete a three-minute complimentary survey, and the area-trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Most businesses struggle to get the online reviews they need to get a competitive edge over their competition. Rex is a brand new technology that uses text messages to direct happy clients to your online review sites, Zillow, Google, Facebook, and Yelp, and unhappy clients to a private survey so businesses can win more customers. Try Rex today by going to www.meetrex.com. Are you currently renting a home? Do you like paying someone else's mortgage payment? Why not explore the options to purchase your own home? Can you imagine a 30-year fixed rate loan below 4.25% APR? This means with $10,500, you can purchase a $295,000 home and have a principal and interest payment of about $1,400 per month. What are you paying in rent? Does your family deserve the opportunity to take advantage of the current market? To learn more about these exciting opportunities, the Siegel Lending team is standing by to speak with you. Call now, 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Or 1-800-306-1990. Rate subject to change without notice. Licensed by NMLS ID 217037 and 145502. Equal housing lender. Not endorsed or sponsored by any government agency. Do you have a goal of mortgage-free home ownership? What if your home was valued at $500,000? Are you aware that a free and clear home could be costing you $2,500 every month, $30,000 per year? The mortgage planners at the Siegel Lending Team would like to show you how you can own your home, generate tax-free income, and accumulate family wealth. You simply need to call the Ron Siegel Team at 1-800-306-1990. That is 1-800-306-1990. By sending the team a copy of your most recent mortgage statement, the team will send you a no-obligation real estate plan. You be the judge if this is right for your family. Again, all you have to do is send the team a copy of your mortgage statement by email to reap at ronsegalradio.com or call today, Ron Siegel, 1-800-306-1990. That is 1-800-306-1990. Great subject change and without notice. Licensed by the California DOC and BRENMLS 217037 and 145502 and CalBRE 0186-452 and 1-866- You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990-800-306-1990. 1990, today's featured home segment, 
Brought to you by creditsanitizer.com. You have a credit report. It's wrong. They all are. What are you doing about it? Credit Sanitizer has the solutions for you. You just need to make the call. Again, creditsanitizer.com. So I wanted to share with you, and we've done this in the past. I haven't done this with our friends here on KMET, so this is something that you haven't seen from us yet or heard from us yet, depending upon whether you're watching the video feed on ABC KMET 1490 or the audio. Featured home. How about this one? It's John Perez, 4682 Warner Avenue, Huntington Beach. Ooh, Huntington Beach. Who would have thought that you could get a place in Huntington Beach Walking distance to the Bolsa Chica wetlands, Huntington Beach, Huntington Harbor, Bolsa Chica State Beach, condo, a uh, lot, lot of good stuff on this one. $595,000. HOA is $400 a month. If you're looking at that FHA loan right now, then I'm going to give you just an APR because otherwise the, the legal people get mad at me. 4139 that's after you do all the other garbage that goes into the APR. You're looking at $4,005 a month. Now, if you put 20% down, and this one's a little on the higher side, of, depending upon your credit scores, you may end up getting interest a little bit lower than that, but $3,301 a month. On a 15-year fixed loan, how about $4,250? Now, I, I'm going to ask Mike about this because everybody has different opinions. I am not a fan of the 15-year loan. And I'll tell you why I'm not a fan of the 15-year loan. I'm not a fan either. You're not a fan either. Okay, so we're in the we're in the same boat here. So the reason I'm not a fan is because if you're going to be going to buy more property, then you're going to be it's going to affect your ratios, right? You have to make that 15-year payment. So when you're looking at 4250 mandatory payment versus 3300 mandatory payment, you're going to be better off going in the long run. So, and we're we're in the same boat on that. And also, money is so right. I don't know cheap. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you think about this, and a lot of people don't understand the way money works, right? So, when you're borrowing money, you're buying money. So, if I said to you, you can buy a one hundred dollar bill, a fresh new Benjamin Franklin, for thirty dollars, would you do it? And I'm not going to wait for your answer because I'm not going to really, I'm not going to follow through with it. It's just, just another hypothetical. But I bet if I said to Mike, Mike, I got a $100 bill, give me 30 for it. He's going to say, do you want to do it again? Yeah. Right? How many times can we do it? Yeah. <laughs> right? It's, it's, it's not rocket science we're getting to here, folks. All right? So here, that's the bottom line with this. So, Mike, I want to chat with you just a little bit here because we only have a few minutes left. How do we start getting, you know, 25, 30 years down, we've got 40, 50, 40, I'm sorry, we've got four or five properties. Mm -hmm. They're starting to, now they're starting to make money. They're starting to make money and you're building equity. Right. So now what do we do? How do we start seeing some of that money when we get to our 30-year-old 30 or 35-year-olds now 55 or 60? So, okay, uh, one of them is just the uh, income that's coming off the rentals. And, and uh, the other one is I've seen clients that, have, that sell one property per year. Okay. Yeah. They just sell the property, take the take the equity, and pay the taxes on it. But at, at the later stage, in the retirement stage, they sell a property a year. So, and that's certainly a strategy. I'm not going to say it's I, I don't like that strategy just because I don't like having to pay Uncle Sam, right? Yes. So keep renting it out at that lower than market rate. Take the income from it, 
if you need to borrow some money against it, that's not a taxable event, right? Borrowing money is yeah. not taxable. And let your let your kids and your grandkids well, and your what, estate deal with it. Let's have right? a legacy for the kid and the grandkids. So don't sell. Keep Either it. way, yeah, right? Of and there's people that will go both ways. Just throw that out yeah. there. Great information. If you want more information, Mike's got an event coming up. Uh, I'm, I ran us over on time right here. But if you text RP100 to 79564RP100, to 79564. There'll be some information about that upcoming event. And as always, we thank you for listening. And we thank Sean and John for engineering us today. And of course, a special thanks to you for spending a little bit of your day with us. That's all for Ron Siegel Radio. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on Ron Siegel Radio.